We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Hello out there to be man, woman, and child. This is the B-Team. I'm Nathan Eberhardt. And I'm Michael Hanna. And together we host the UCLA B-Team podcast, your go-to audio source online for news, analysis, opinion, and sometimes even jokes about UCLA Bruins sports. We're proud to be members of the Big Heads Media Network, and you can find our newest episodes every week at bigheadsmedia.com, or you can subscribe via iTunes, Google, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, at UCLA B-Team, and hit us up with questions or comments. We love to interact with our listeners. So for a smart, level-headed, if sometimes it Unofficial. We cannot stress this enough. Unofficial. Take on the UCLA Bruins. Come join the B team. This is Rams Uncensored with Matt Herrera. This, this just the, like that whole. I, I don't know. It just makes Brian Juano. I am in the cornfield looking at you right now. Tommy Avance. I want to host a, a radio show, but I stutter. And Mark Luhan. You blending up those Krispy Kreme donuts and juicing that? You have now entered the danger zone. I'll give you a virtual hug, too. We don't got Mark in to start the show as always. Uh, Mark's not feeling well. 
Oh, he's not? What's wrong, what's wrong with Mark? He has herpes. <laughs> herpes in his butthole. <laughs> I wonder how those got there. He's also moist. Guys, it's fucking game week. <laughs> Fuck the moist shit. Moist. Buddy. Mark's, Mark's sick. I don't know exactly what's wrong with him, but I know he's not feeling well because he's not very communicative. No Twitter really that much. No texting. So, yeah. Okay. So then if but he doesn't respond, then no Mark for week one. Yeah. He, he sent me a GIF earlier that was of Leonardo DiCaprio smacking his face, like getting out of the shower, like pumping himself up. So... I'm thinking he's going to try to swing at this. That's what I got from the GIF anyway. Hmm. We'll see. A very thoughtful Brian Juano. <laughs> hmm. Over there <laughs> with his fucking Scooby-Doo. Trying to unravel the mystery. Brian I'm just over here in the corner getting moist. Can, can I say something? No. Okay. I feel but I felt a little to, but bad. But you're going to anyways. You are going to anyways. <laughs> exactly. So go ahead. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why I asked for permission anyways. But I felt <laughs> I felt bad not like acknowledging Julie and really saying hi to her, man. <laughs> oh yeah, man. What the fuck, man? Tell her. I, she I was apologize. She was, she was. She was fine. She probably was like. I mean, I mean, she was trying to she, keep the dogs rec- calm too. She recognized you before I did. <laughs> so you guys inadvertently ran into each other on the Central Coast? Yeah. That's fucking hilarious, something dude. Like, something what are the like odds? That. It's like me walking down the street and Brian cursing at me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. awesome. Yeah, that was fun times, fun times. Man, this, well, is my you know. third, this is my third podcast in 24 hours. Fuck, man. Fuck, I'm on a roll. Dude. While I was oh, on... I Ram Talk Radio, as always, yesterday, and then I went. I was asked to be a guest on this Panthers podcast, and uh, so that was fun. So you really got all your takes out then, probably, huh? I did. I did. I got them out. I got them out. We got our hundred hundred million dollar man, guys. Yeah, we do, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. The news broke when we were on the, when me and Derek were on the air last night, and okay. the contract terms came out, and you know, they were reasonable. You know, dude, it's so much smarter to get it done before the new CBA, too. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I don't know. It what... was smart to get it done before Dak. That too. Yeah, the faster you get your guy done, the worse off it is for the next team. You know. You got to get in there and get that knocked out so the other guys are scrambling, not you. Philadelphia was laughing all the way to the bank. Why is that? Because they got it done first. Oh, yeah, but nobody's laughing. I mean, well, everybody's laughing but them. No. Right. You know, But you know what I mean. No, I, I feel you, but they signed a guy who can't even play 16 games. So I would never give Jared Goff a contract extension if he missed as much time as Carson Wentz. No fucking way. But let's let's be honest though. If he comes out there this year and is a freaking league MVP or whatever, just really really good, Philly's going to be laughing their way to the bank. What are the odds he plays sixteen games? I'm going to say he doesn't. 
I don't, I, you know, I really don't know. I don't know his health situation at this point, but. I don't even care what his health is. I mean, he's 100% for the first time. He's a gingerbread man, dude. Since his rookie year. No, I know, but I was also going to say maybe, you know, after two straight years of having to end his season early, maybe he finally learns it's time to not take contact or initiate it, I should say. He's got to. Live to fight another day, dude. That's why Andrew Luck is out of the league before he turned 30 because right. he thinks he's a linebacker. He's got to be like Russell Wilson, a guy who is still mobile and moves around, but when he's on the run, he gets out of bounds. He doesn't he, slide, he either gets right. out of bounds or he slides, dude. Right. He knows he is getting paid to be available, right? They're all getting paid to be good. That's fucking common sense. If you're getting paid to be available, dude, that's what you're really getting paid for. I'm pretty sure the Eagles' offensive line came back this year pretty confident to confident in a sense of returning back to their Super Bowl 52 ways. So, if that's you know any metric of keeping Carson Wentz healthy, I mean, I I, I want to see the guy play a full season. I hope he does. But yeah, I'm not I'm not wishing any ill will on him. If he stays healthy. And they he plays sixteen games. The Eagles are the Rams' biggest competition in the NFC. Right, and I feel like really it's because of Doug Peterson too. Doug Peterson, he's a smart guy. He's a great coach. Yeah, he's a risk taker, and he, you know, he'll change the game plan fluidly if needed. He's, you know, these a lot of these, you know, backup quarterbacks are becoming coaches now. Not all of them are all great, but some of them are really starting to take all that time in the film room and use it to their advantage. How do we think, or how do you guys think? How do we think? Yeah. What a great way to start this, this question out. Sorry guys. <laughs> but what do you guys stutter, think? Stutter, stutter, stutter in. What do you guys think about Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray? Do you think they're going to make any noise in the division this year? I mean, do you think, cause Cliff Kingsbury, this guy's been failing upwards into the NFL but he's like a godsend. But I don't think he's no like Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley's, he, I don't know, he's a magician. I think they make me moist. That's what I think. Every team, you know, where a new coach comes in from college and, and a quarterback that's mobile and electric comes into the year, their first time, and they always do well because nobody's seen what they can do yet. Um, so would I be surprised if they if they did a good job and and made a lot of highlight reels, you know, on on Sunday night um, after everything's all said and done? I wouldn't be surprised at all. But sustainably, history is against both of them, right? I, would I mean, so. honestly, honestly, they're going to put up points. It's it's just the way his systems have always been. He puts up points, but there's a reason why he couldn't even sustain as a college coach. Like, why is he going to the NFL as a head man when he couldn't even win at Texas Tech? Like, it's it's going to be a flash in the Whip. pan just like it was in college. Right. He should Whip stick Mahomes to the too. offensive coordinator. Yeah. So, I mean, he needs to stick to maybe being an offensive coordinator somewhere and learning some – I don't know, maybe even learning about defense so that he realizes when his guys are on the field for, you know, 30 seconds, his defense is getting tired. Right. But, you know, they'll probably put up some points, but I think Kyler Murray, I think he's overrated personally. 
Did you guys happen to see the ESPN when they simulated the season like 200,000 times? Did you guys happen to see like what the results were? No. I heard the Rams were 9-6-1 and one and started the year 2-6. and six. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get That's to that. That's all I heard, and then I didn't read it. And then I didn't read it. Let's get to that. I, I wanted to read it. I was kind of skimming it. I just wanted to see what they talked about our division specifically. They got the, the freaking Niners, 49ers right? winning the division at 10-6. and six. That must make you. That must make like the five-year-old you really happy. No, dude. I think that's a fucking joke. I think it's just funny because the media and people that put all these lists together every year want to be so different and want to be right so bad that they'll just go off the cuff. You know, every year the 49ers are going to be great, and then reality sets in that they're the most fucking the worst training staff in NFL history, and they have 12 starters on IR by week fucking 10. So until that narrative changes, they're gonna suck balls again, dude. What did that? But to be fair though, but to be fair though, that wasn't really an article written. That was just a simulator. Like that was actually like right. Like if they were playing Madden over and over again, two hundred times, and that's what the season came out to. Right. That's what it averaged out to. Right. So I mean it's a little different. I get it. Like there's obviously some weird shit that came out of it, but if you look at like ESPN Mac- matchup predictor right now, their matchup predictor has Carolina like as a 56% favorite against us this week, whereas the line has us a 3-point favorite. So it's completely different with their matchup predictor. Right. Well, the my- lines now moved to two and a half, and you know the public's going to influence oh that. So the Rams are the favorite. But yeah. Right. You're right. They got Carolina favored by 56.2%. And I guarantee you 10% of that is at least home field advantage. I guarantee you make me moist. <laughs> but I was looking at the Niners, the their schedule. <laughs> and honestly, looking at their last month and a half, I don't see how they, they survive going three and three. Starting with after or on Thanksgiving, I think it's after Thanksgiving, uh, they play the Packers at home. Then they go to Baltimore. Then they come back home. Or no, then they go to New Orleans. Then they come back home against the Falcons, the Rams, and then they finish at Seattle. That's a so, cr- when it was, so when are they winning a game? That's what I'm saying. The last six, <laughs> the last six weeks of their schedule are insane. Oh, my goodness. That's rough. They- they better pile up some W's early. What do they got the first half of the season? Yeah, they got they start off at, at Tampa Bay. That's an L. But and then they go to Cincinnati. Oh, they might win that one. Okay, we'll go win that one. one. Yeah. But then they come home and they're playing the Steelers. L. The Browns. L. Then they come to LA. L. <laughs> then they go to Washington. That's a W. Win. Right. They come back home against the Panthers, depending on how healthy the Panthers are. I think they could squeak that one out. No, that's an L. The Panthers well, well, are hold good, on, bro. hold on, hold on. That that means it depends if uh, Cam Newton's healthy or not. Right, and K- Christian McCaffrey as well. Well, that, well I'm telling, man, I'm not worried about McCaffrey, but if, if Cam's not playing, the Niners probably can beat them. I think yeah, we can't, we can can't, we can't play back. hypotheticals though. It's the fucking, it's the first week of the season. They're all True. healthy, and they're all going to be. We're healthy not talking about week seventeen. Okay. We okay. just have to assume they that are? all 22 starters, we're not saying they are, but 
we can't be like, well, if Cam's fucking healthy, then he, they should lose. And if not, then that's fucking crazy. We can't have that conversation right now. You we were just, just having this conversation with Carson Wentz, saying <laughs> how Carson Wentz, you were just saying that Carson Wentz can't stay healthy for 17. So how can, how can we not? We just did. Dude, you make no fucking sense right now. I wish I could slap you through this fucking microphone. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Dude, You're I'm touching me. my balls. I'm, I'm touching me. my balls right now, and it's just making me moist. You're killing me. All right. No, I'm serious, though. You were just talking about how he couldn't be healthy, right? That was a completely different conversation. We're predicting records right now. Yeah, right. No, so I know. Just, and I'm I just saying that Cam one, never Brian. stays healthy. I'm, yeah. I'm just pointing out the same way that Cam never stays healthy. Sure, sure. Fair enough. Okay. But that's that's all I was getting at. Yeah. And then before the last three games leading up to that crazy ass six game finish, they play the Cardinals in Arizona on Halloween. Then they, they win one. You're right. And then they well, go way up to four wins now. Right. <laughs> Come home against the Seahawks and then they go and they stay home again for another meeting with the Cardinals. Okay, so and let's, then, let's put them at five wins. Fuck it, dude. And then they lose yeah, six in a row. They probably split those. They probably split those. Yeah, let's even put them at six. Fuck it, they can take one of the Seattle ones too. So give them six wins right now. What else? But yeah, then it's the Packers at home, at Baltimore, at New Orleans. No way they're winning at New Orleans. Then at home against the Falcons, Rams, and finishing at Seattle. Nah, six wins. Right? There's no way they get 10. I don't see it. And is Jimmy G even that good? Well, that's what they're—that's what everybody's relying on. Because, you know, two years ago, he was the hot ticket, right? Going into last season, he was the hot ticket. He got injured so fast, no one even got to see what the hell he was. So, I think there's just this. Everybody thinks he's still the hot ticket until they, not, until they don't see him actually perform. They're going to think he's good. So do the Rams run away with this division again? Sure. Mm, they could. The real competition is Seattle, though, right? Yeah, of course. Of course, especially yeah, with, course. you know, you got Ziggy and Clowney on the outside. No, <laughs> gonna, right, right. It's going to be a problem. I mean, the one thing I can tell you, though, is every year you think you go in knowing who's going to be good and who's not. And somebody always comes out of the woodworks every freaking year. So could the Niners or Arizona or whoever come out of the woodworks? It could. Yeah. If we're just going off of last year, yes, Seattle is the competition. But I'm not telling you that they couldn't. That's all. Anything's possible. Yeah, I just feel – Except for the Dolphins being good. I feel (laughs) like the Rams are going to struggle to get 12 wins this year. I just think they're going to get – We've kind of talked about it on previous episodes. They're going to get the best of everyone's. Everyone's coming at them. And even like we were talking about the energy that they had uh, that Jay Glazer talked about in training camp. They they don't have that vibe, that vibe of a team that lost the Super Bowl. They have they were they were hyped. I mean, yeah, we were all there for that first practice as well for just before preseason started. And dude. Aaron Donald was happy. Everyone was enjoying themselves. It wasn't even like anything happened. Do you think the the term Super Bowl hangover became a thing when society got soft? Hmm. You remember when the Buffalo Bills went to four straight Super Bowls and lost? Did you think they had a hangover four years in a row? (laughs) 
yeah. Matt, Matt was not alive yet. <laughs> Matt was not alive yet. Let's go back to the first part. Yeah. So Matt is part of the, you know, soft generation that we're speaking of. Are you Generation uh, Z? Generation ZJ? Z. <laughs> well, that's what the latest generation is called, actually. It's not millennials. Everyone keeps confusing. Right. They're called ZJ? It's no, Generation <laughs> Z. Because oh, they're the end of the line. Show. The fucking world is going to end after them because we're fucked. That's yeah, why they're called Generation Z, because Z is at the end of the alphabet. So <laughs> there's nothing after Z, bro. We're fucked. The mosquitoes are going to get us just like they did the dinosaurs. Don't say that, man. <laughs> oh, well, I, you're, I think you're kind of right. We're seeing signs of the apocalypse. I mean, the greatest tight end in the history of the game, arguably retired before 30 and because his body was whoa, just simply whoa, breaking whoa, down. Whoa. Greatest in the history of the game? Are you, you're going to look carried away, dude. He said arguably. Arguably? And, I mean, in my lifetime? I don't think he's anywhere near Tony Gonzalez. Well, you could say that, but he played... You know, unfortunately, Rob Gronkowski played with one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, too. And he won, what, three Super Bowls? One he wasn't even a part of? If he won one he's not a part of, then he, he didn't He was go injured, but he got the team there. Like, I mean, you can't say that Carson Wentz didn't help the Eagles win Super Bowl 52, even though, you know, he didn't play, what, the last half of the, the last, what, four games of the season and did nothing in the playoffs because he, he was hurt. He helped the team get in position, but he did not help them in the Super Bowl. They would have played like, the same thing, though, against, against if it, it was Foles or Wentz. It would have been the same exact outcome, I feel. I, God, I just don't agree with you on this. Why? Why? Yeah, tell me why Dude, you don't you're, think. You're, you're, tell, you're telling me Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz that the same product's going to come out when those quarterbacks are freaking immeasurably different. Well, if we're taking their and isolating their Super Bowl 52 season, I mean, that offensive line was stellar. That defense was great. And Carson Wentz was in quite a bit of shootouts, if I recall. That, that, it, that, mm. And I think it has more to say, again, about Doug Peterson and his coaching staff and just his ability to make adjustments and his ability, uh, just his smarts as a coach. I think, like Tommy was saying earlier, the Eagles in the entire NFC, like this is going to be the next Brady and Manning. This golf and once. They're the first. Well, I mean, they, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. They're definitely good. But when you're saying – Nick Foles in the same conversation as Carson Wentz when healthy. No, that's the only thing I'm disagreeing with you in. Well, what are your what is your argument, Brian? Because I don't, you're not elaborating. He's, he's, he's telling me that if Carson Wentz would have played in that Super Bowl, it would have been the exact same outcome. A W. That's what he's saying, right? It would have been Matt? forty, yeah, forty three to thirty eight or whatever that score was. You're just saying, regardless of which quarterback played, that the Eagles would have won that game. Is that what you're saying, man? Yeah, and they would have put up. And, would have been and you shootout. disagree? I don't care about the score. Do you disagree with that, Brian? Oh, I have no clue. That's what I'm telling you. I've never seen Carson Wentz in a big game. That's true. I don't know if he has it. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if he has it. He's never Kirk played Cousins. in the playoffs, right? He's never played a Kirk, playoff no, game? No, he's never. He has not. Kirk Cousins? <laughs> what about in, him uh, in the spotlight? He what can't about play. When he was Is playing there a in line North in Dakota. Vegas that I could bet on? Um, 
against Carson Wentz playing 16 games because I'm, I'm going to put money on that. I'm pretty sure there is no prop bet like that. Well, I wish there, there was because be. I'd drop a there G on be. it right now. Maybe in some be. offshore sports book account. I'm working on it. <laughs> actually, I actually after six years off, I got back into sports betting. I already put in my first bet of the weekend, so we'll see how I do. Nice little five-game parlay. It's time to get that supplemental income going again. Week one, and, that's, it's uh, the who, hardest who, one to predict, who, too. Who did you bet? Yeah, who did you bet? I actually have uh, – I've had the most success um, in week one a lot of years. But I took a five-game parlay. I took the Jets and the points. Uh, they're minus three, so I'm saying they're going to win by four more against the Buffalo Bills. Sure. Um, I believe – okay. The Browns are going to win by a touchdown or more. I think they'll cover. I think the Chargers will cover. I think the Patriots will cover their six. And I think, and I'm taking Arizona with plus two and a half. Dang, you didn't take anyone Detroit. on the money line. No, I like. I just go with the spread. Okay. I don't mess with the money line. Sometimes I'll do over or under, but I like the spread. It's more. It's fun. Right. Right. I so like the spread. Too. I, I dropped a hundred to win twenty seven hundred dollars. Where'd you go? Where do you go? Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Bovada. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've been told they are, they are <clears throat> one of the agencies that actually pay their bets out. Um, so I went with them. I used to they do bet US years ago. Team. Yeah, I used to go. I used to do bet US years ago. Um, that was the first time I ever did online betting, and I stayed away from it for years because. I put my 200 initial deposit down and I tacked it up to 10 grand and I went to cash it out and they wouldn't give it to me. They basically stole my $200 because the right. 10 grand was fictitious, right? Right. I mean, it wasn't really my money. I won it, but I didn't lose 10 grand. I lost 200 bucks. Right. But that pissed me off, dude, you know? Class action lawsuit, man. Against an uh, offshore company in Canada? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> the money's gone. But... Um, a few guys that I know you use Bovada all the time and they pay out. So, yep, let's do it. I think I wanted to get back into it too, because it makes like everyone gets so excited about fantasy, you know, and watching all the games, man, I like gambling on the games better. It just makes all the games more interesting. Dude, I know that's the reason why I want to do it. And if once I get a full-time job and I get my wife a house, I know she'll let me do that. If you do like 20 bucks, on like a five game parlay, you could win, you know, five hundred dollars. Right, right. You know, you don't got to put a hundred. I actually only put a hundred because they gave me a hundred dollar bonus for my deposit, so I used that hundred for the bet. Okay. Yeah. But on a five game parlay, you can do five hundred bucks. On a twenty, if you do a game parlay, it'll get you almost to a thousand with a twenty dollar bet. So you're only losing twenty bucks. Not a big deal. Shoot. I. Uh, I'm nice. Week. What week is it? That we play the Bucks week four, four yeah. I'm going, guys. I'll be there. I'm taking my nephew, who's a Buccaneers fan. He's he's a young teenager, so I'm gonna show him a good time while all the Rams beat up on the Bucks. Let me ask you a question, Matt. Shoot, are you going to the Saints game? I don't have a ticket. I want to be there for tailgating, though. Well, if I had an extra oh. ticket available, would you like to join me? Gosh, 
I, I would. I would. I had a last-minute cancellation today. Ryan Kuhn from St. Louis is not coming. He has shingles. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And I've had it three times since 2005, You've so I talked to him on the phone yesterday. Horrible. Yep, because I had chicken pox as a kid, and the virus obviously never goes away. So when you get older, you're susceptible to it. And because I have an autoimmune disorder, um, my immune system is not that great. Oh. And so if your stref- stress level goes up at all, for any reason into an anxiety ridden level, uh, you'll start breaking out. And it is absolutely one of the most painful things ever. Dude, I remember seeing those commercials with uh, Terry Bradshaw talking about shingles. Dude, that shit scares me. And mine, and I didn't know I had it the first time because every time I get it, it's not um, external. So it's not rashes on on my skin. It's actually in my nervous system. So you can't see it. Only I can feel it. That's why it took so long to initially diagnose me the first time. But Ryan's is on the outside, like old people and shit. Like he's got rashes all over and it looks fucking bad and it's super contagious too so you can't once you have lesions like you can't go around other people it's yeah no it's no good oh my god so he can't come now so would you like to join me dude and sit with angel and paul and myself <laughs> i'm gonna cry oh my goodness oh i'm gonna hold you oh up, uh, <laughs> i'm gonna get so many whistles for that game <laughs> what am i experiencing right now it's... Right on. Well, I have a date now. I, I obviously offered the ticket to my wife, and she turned it down like I knew she would because she wants to stay on with the baby. Fair enough. So I said, you know what? I'm going to ask Matt today. Damn, dude. Thank you. Thanks for dating yeah. me. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> we got we to gotta get this thing rolling on fucking that day, dude. It's a, that's a playoff game. That's, that week two is going to determine the playoffs at the end of the season. Right. You right. know, tiebreakers and all that shit. This game is a big it's a big deal. I got to bring my fam over to the gold lot with you guys, too, because they always just chill in the fan zone just by, like, on a table. No, come over with us, man. Right? Come hang oh, out with us. Man. They got bring some all good over. music over there, but, no, yeah, let's let's go mingle, mix and mingle. Yeah, and if it gets too hot, we'll go in the soccer stadium restaurant again because, dude, <laughs> it's going to be warm that day. It's Right now, it's, it's, look, it's looking yeah, about it's 80, 89, which means it's going to feel like 100. So it's yeah. going to be blazing. I'm not looking forward to that part at all. But it's, it wouldn't be the first time we've had to deal with it. Just get really drunk and ignore it. It'll be just like the Seattle <laughs> game for the first first game back. Oh, that was unreal. Bring and then they ran out of water. They ran out of water. What? Yeah, because apparently oh, somebody doesn't know how to do math. <laughs> yeah. For reals. <laughs> How do you let's do see. that? It was, not, it was like let's 93 see. degrees, and they ran out of water by like the third quarter. No. Yeah, you got you sell 93,000 tickets. Okay, that's 93,000 bottles of water if one person drinks one water, right? Yeah, and you definitely, like, you're losing money. If you sold out, you lost money. Yeah, because you could have sold a lot more because people were fucking drinking out of the almost about to drink out of the toilets and shit. <laughs> it was bad. Weren't they out of beer, too? Or like, something like that, too? I, I don't remember. I just remember I it being... I think it might have been beer and water. I was so blacked out drunk because that was just a the biggest catch-22 of all time in my life. 
I just got blacked out that day. I was like, dude, I just need to get really drunk and I'll remember parts of it. It's most Yeah. <laughs> Fuck just happened. You know what? You know what we need to do, guys? One time when Tommy's talking, we just gotta say nothing and just leave it silent for <laughs> see how long we can stay silent. It's pretty much how... what you guys do every time. <laughs> I need a fucking laugh track behind me. I'm oh sorry, boy. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moist edition. <laughs> We're still on that moist edition, man. No, you're on the moist edition. I just heard you say it. You guys want to go through the week one schedule and see who's going to do what? Let's check it out, man. All right. First game tomorrow. Right? Yeah. Sunday night football. The NFL hundredth anniversary, hundredth anniversary game. Fucking Bears and the Packers for the one billion are going to play tomorrow night in Soldier Field. Who's fucking winning the game? I know last year they opened the season against each other. Aaron Rodgers got hurt early on in the game. The Bears took advantage of it. Got up. On him, cool. Aaron Rodgers comes out hobbling out of fucking tunnel after halftime and plays on one leg and comes back and beats them, which was unreal. Um, but I'm gonna say the Bears win this one, I'm gonna say they finally get them. I'm gonna have to disagree. I disagree as well. And of course, you do. Let me tell you why, Vic bleeping. Fangio. That defensive coordinator is now gone. I think he was the most important thing to that defense. And now that he's gone and a head coach at mile high, I think they're going to struggle defensively. Replaced him, dude. That's a good question. Who replaced Vic Fangio? I have no idea. I I don't know either, but I'm going to go a different reason. Even though you're saying that, I would tell you that I just think that Mitch Trubisky, Mitch oh, no, tell you want to call him, coming. I think he's garbage. <laughs> Dude is like the biggest fucking bag of garbage in the NFL. Like he's worse than fucking Jimmy G. Seriously, that guy fucking sucks. I'm just gonna leave it at that. You don't like Trubisky? It's fucking garbage, dude. Seriously, he doesn't like Baker Mayfield either. I don't like him, but I think Baker Mayfield's like fucking ten times better. Yeah, but yeah, I think, no, I don't I think, think the Bears twenty-two versus twenty-two. I think the Bears are a better team. Well, I, I and they may be, but I just think quarterback. I think that's a huge part of it, and I don't think they can put up the points that a healthy Aaron Rodgers is going to put up. <sighs> yeah, I, even though as much as I do like Trubisky and Tariq Cohen. And just like their offensive output last year, I got to go with Matt LeFleur and Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Exactly. Water boy Aaron Rodgers. Cool. The water boy getting his opportunity. (laughs) Fuck, man. Chiefs at. Hold on, Jacksonville. Tommy, I'm having real bad issues with your on my side with your mic. It's breaking up. 
Are you having those too, Brian? It, it was. Is it still good? Is it's, it bad? Is it? It just changes, man. At times it'll be good, and then at times it'll be shitty as fuck, man. So fuck. Why don't try why don't, that? Why don't you yeah shut down Skype and then I'll just call you back real quick. Now that we got rid of Tommy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan the whole time. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy, Tommy. <laughs> Yo. Okay. It's good right just now. Just like that. We're back. <laughs> Moist. Moist and ready for everyone to talk about the Chiefs and Jaguars at Jacksonville. Chiefs. Brian, Jacksonville. you think this could be a possible upset, I hear? Um, you know what? Jacksonville's got a stacked defense. Uh, if Blake Bortles—I mean, sorry, Blake Bortles isn't there anymore. If Nick Foles, yeah, you know, doesn't turn the ball over and can put some points up, this could be a shocker. I could see it being a low-scoring, you know, like low twenties. Ooh, really? Didn't win. Did, so Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill didn't get suspended, right? Tyreek Hill's still playing. He's still playing. Oh, dude, that that's going to be damage. I don't know what you're thinking. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, they're going to put up like a 40-burger on this team. Nah, I don't think so. Not not if uh, Mahomes is on his back the whole time. You think Schwartz, If I don't know his first name, but Jeff Schwartz's brother who's still on the team, you think, you think he's going to stand for letting his boy Patty Mahomes fall down? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, everybody discounted Jacksonville last year because the defense packed it in because they knew once Jacksonville announced they were sticking with Blake Bortles, all of his teammates took a deep breath and probably walked out of the room and were fucking furious. The defense played like it. You can tell when teams give up. The year before, they were the best defense in the NFL, fucking kicking everyone's ass. And almost the same exact team went on the field last year and shit the bed. Why do you think that is? Because they didn't want to fucking play. I wouldn't want to play either if I knew the same douchebag quarterback was going to lead us into mediocrity. I'm going to tell you right now, Nick Foles walking in the fucking building. This team is going to come out swinging this weekend, in my opinion. All right. You know what I want to see? I think this is the best game of the week. You know I think what I, this is the game of the week. Okay. What because I was, of the matchup, the high-powered offense versus the fucking ferocious defense. That I want to watch that. I'm going to be flipping back and forth. Okay. All right. You got me, you got me intrigued. But the thing I'd be watching out more for, too, is to see – because now that you bring that up, yeah, I want to see if there's any change in people like Leonard Fournette, who kind of let loose last year – and he got suspended for throwing blows, and he just, I don't know, he was just a tool last year. He definitely wasn't what everyone thought he was, and he did nothing to help out his cause at all last season. Why would he? He's pissed off. Exactly. So Can you hate your job? Do you do a good job? Right. No. You, you could care exactly. less. Yeah. You go to work, and you do just enough not to get fired. Right. That's what everybody does. It's the American way. You fucking throw your hands up in the air and you're like, fuck this noise. I'm going to kick my feet up and hopefully no one notices. That's someone else's problem. Yeah, but but... Hey, I go to work every day. I just stare at you through the cornfield, motherfucker. 
Nobody I know where you live. Nobody on this phone actually works for a living. I don't know. When I when I think of the word work, wow. I think of like digging a ditch. Like I used to do stuff like that. And then when I got into management, I was like, oh, this isn't work. This is just being at work. Here's the right. difference. <laughs> Moving on. Falcons at Vikings. What do you got, Matt? Ooh. I'm going to have to go with my boy, Matty Ice, the guy with the same first name as me. Because <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> I, I honestly feel they're going to figure things out this year and probably get to the NFC Championship. And I think that's who we match up with, the Rams match up with this year in the, in the NFC Championship. So I'm excited. No offense to the gay community, but Matt, you sounded so gay right there. Everyone can celebrate. Ah. All right, Brian, give us your hot take there, pal. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings, man. I think the Vikings had a really poor year last year. Um, and I think they are got they have a lot to prove, man. So, got a lot of good receivers. You got Dalvin Cook coming back healthy. And, you trust Kirk Cousins more than know, Matt Ryan? I don't trust either of them, to be honest with you. But they're both the same type, type of quarterback. They light it up in the regular season, but what? in big games, they fucking stink. All right. Yeah, I said it. I could see some of your points, and, and, and I would agree partially, but I don't think that Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins are nearly the same quarterback. Yeah, I I just think that the Vikings overall have a better team, and I think uh, Kirk being in the system one year, getting everything sorted out, all the pressure's off now because they go inside him thinking – that was the missing piece to get him to the Super Bowl. So it's a lot of pressure to put on a guy in a new spot on the yeah. first season. I think he'll play much better this year, and I think they'll be tough. I, I like the Vikings in a close game here. And they are at home in, what is it? Is it, uh, uh, what is that, U.S. Yeah. Bank Stadium? Yeah, and I've been there. I was there in 2017 watching the Rams play. They lost 24-7, to I believe. And it was the loudest environment i've ever been in in my life yeah that's gonna be some really loud vikings fans week one i mean i i actually recorded that game because i was driving home during it so i came home and i remember turning that tv game you know on like three hours later and i remember listening going oh my god that sounds so damn loud and when it sounds that loud through the tv i can only imagine what it's like in person they dude it was nuts it was absolutely bonkers dude that was a difference maker do you feel tommy yeah no the difference maker was wasn't um, it cooper cup dropping a touchdown or fumbling no nope it was it was seven to seven in the third quarter and one of our corners went down and that's right and they attacked our corner and scored two touchdowns um they just kept throwing it at uh, the when Thielen went off? Mm-hmm. Exactly. They just kept chucking it to him. Damn. Thielen, the new was corner it Pep, just got was toasted it Kevin, up. Was it Kevin Peterson? I think so. I don't so. remember. I think it I was Peterson. Remember. I think it was. I think that's when he but. just got thrown into the freaking fire. And, yeah. And that's how easy so well. it is to win a close game. Is right. When somebody goes down on the defense, you smell blood in the water, and you just go after the one guy, especially if the one guy is a cover player. Just don't, Just go right at him. He's not ready. You know, he's sitting on the bench talking to his buddies, shooting the breeze, 
you know, getting paid to be a backup, and all of a sudden someone taps him, hey, bro, you got to go in, you got to go in. <laughs> Dude, that never ends well, man. <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, that probably was, uh, yeah, it was tough. I remember Thielen just going off at that point. Yeah, but before that, it was a tie game, back and forth, back and forth. You would see both teams drive down and not do too much. They would kick, you know, there was a lot of punts in that game. Um, so it was, but it was fun. We had a good time. So let's move on uh, to this uh, slobber knocker. <laughs> Buffalo at the New York Jets. Oh, Jets all the way. Yeah, I got the Jets covering. They're in my pool. I, I, I actually think the Bills are going to be a surprise team, and that defense is nasty. So uh wouldn't be shocked for the Bills to pull something off. Yeah, it's a division game. You know, you never know who's, you know, who's going to do what, but I'm going to take the Jets here. Yeah. They'll get it done no, no, I know. Just, 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 just remember how good the Bills' defense was. I'm just saying, their defense last night year was nasty, even though they had a bad team. The Jets are going to win because they just signed Jonathan Franklin Myers from the Rams. <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> oh, God! Well, there you, well, there you go. That's that's a wow strip sack for the win. Yep. All right, Tennessee at Cleveland. Oh, I got to go Cleveland all the way. Tennessee. Uh, yep. Who? Gun. My, deal. Moving on. Marcus Mario is going <laughs> to get Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. I'm taking Tennessee. <laughs> Good luck with that. Hold buddy. on. Hold on. Listen. Listen. Until Cleveland proves they're not Cleveland, until, I don't buy it. Until Cleveland. Dude, oh, Cleveland proved it like all for the last head. eight games that Freddie Kitchens it's, was it's coaching. still the Browns. <laughs> oh, my God. And still the Browns. Oh my God, I can't believe you said that shit. They're still in Cleveland. Still the Browns. Until they prove oh they can win, God. I don't fucking buy it. Dude, they won. You're, you're, he's going with the masses. We're going against the masses. Dude, Baker I say Mayfield Cleveland whoops their ass. Almost got that team. The, the, mass, the, masses, the masses think Cleveland's a Super Bowl team. No, the masses say the Browns are the Browns until they prove me otherwise. That's what most people say. On social media, trust me. I, I think you need to put a poll question up for that one. I think you need to put a poll question for <laughs> oh, that dude, one. Oh, dude, Joel Klatt. What I see is everybody fucking on their nuts. Nah. Joel Klatt. It's Joel Klatt against the universe, all right? <sighs> Joel Klatt against these nuts. Ravens, Ravens at Dolphins. Ooh, that's if a you, hard if one. If anyone even breaks this Ravens down. Neck. <laughs> Ravens neck. Ravens <laughs> neck. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Dolphins are getting the Number one pick. That's fucking. That's the bottom line, dude. Um, all right, Washington at Philadelphia. Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. There's, there's, there's your bat. There's your battle for the number one overall pick right there with Washington. Yeah, because they're uh, hitching their wagon to Case Keenum. So have fun, buddy. Case Keenum. We'll see how long. And then Haskins, who doesn't look good. Yeah, that's that's a bad situation. And Grandpa Peterson, who ran for a thousand yards last. Oh, no, no, no. They got Darius Geis. Do you guys remember that game? Yeah, but, dude, Adrian Peterson fucking ran for 1,000 yards last year. That's crazy, right? But remember that game where he had, like, the longest run of his career? It was, like, a 90-yard run, and then he didn't even include 200 yards? Yeah, because I had him in fantasy. So, yes, I do remember that. (laughs) He ran, like, 10 10 more times for three yards. <laughs> I think it was against like the freaking. I think it was against like uh, the Giants or something. He must have been. All right, gassed. here we go, boys. The Rams. 
Rams at Panthers. This one's going to be a tough one, gentlemen. That's probably why you didn't bet it. No, I don't bet on my team, bro, unless we're in. I don't either. Unless it's a layup. Unless it's a layup, they stay off my parlays, dude. I got to stay away from my heart, man. It's dangerous. But there, there's some layups that I would definitely bet on. 27-17, Rams. Ooh, already Ooh, with the ten, score prediction too. Ten burger. Wow, that's that would be nice. Um, I'll say less than ten, but Rams win. Yeah, I'll take the ten. Though I like where Ryan's going with it. Yeah. Oh man, I just think I think the Rams are gonna come off rusty, and that's gonna be okay because all basically twenty-two of the starters had no playing the preseason which i'm okay with uh so i think they come out a little bit rusty maybe make some adjustments in the second half but i i think it's going to be close but i think they probably lose by three points man damn who are you who are you man damn niner fan eating cupcakes (laughs) in his freaking living room right now realist and they're not playing at home they're going to be playing in hurricane weather no, they're not. The current game is going to be <laughs> gone by Friday, homie. Uh, okay. All right, moving on. And they're, seven yeah. up, and they're inland. Thanks, we suck. Colts at Chargers. Chargers, right? Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think, but I still think the Chargers pull it out. Sure, but let's go San Diego. And I mean San Diego. Yeah. San Diego Hey, Chargers. I'm, I'm in. I'm running for the the brisket. The brisket. He's he's decent. He's decent. He'll win some games for that team this year. Yeah, he's the Florida Gator one. Oh, but Florida. you know who was also a Florida Gator? Jakai Polite. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that guy too. Yeah, before he threw out of someone's fucking laptop out of a window. I oh, know he stole a laptop. He oh he didn't throw it out the window either though. No, I think he just stole it. He's a scumbag. He's going down this week. Fuck that. Rams by 30. Wow. <laughs> you done yet? You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Where's where's Mark to keep us in check? He sent me an emoji of him puking. Oh, that's cute. It is cute. It really is. I mean, it's kind of like a normal episode because he wouldn't say anything anyway, so it's (laughs) kind of normal. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. So since Tommy's breaking up, and we're trying to figure that out. Let's keep moving on. I think we covered all of the day games or morning games. So, yeah, we just hit our first. We did. We did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Colts Chargers is the did. next day is the first day game. So now finishing, not finishing off, but the next one would be Cincinnati at Seattle. 
Who do you got, Brian? Cincinnati at Seattle. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than people expect, but I do think Seattle pulls it out, even though they do not have any receivers besides Tyler Lockett. And how it's the question is how good is the offensive line, right? Because that's what has Russell Wilson run, running for his life the last what three or four years. Mm-hmm. That's their question mark. But I'd well, have to go they, Seattle. They learned how to run the ball. Last. They did learn how to run the ball last year, so that's that true. helped out immensely. Yeah, they almost beat us twice. Shoot, <sighs> we were just toying with them. Yeah, they are favored by nine and a half points. Jesus. That's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I mean, I know I know, Cincinnati's a little beat up, but I think Mixon's going to be a lot better at running back this year. Tyler Boyd's not a scrub. So, I mean, right. I think they could put up a few points on him. Tommy, what do you think? I think the Seahawks are going to whip their ass. Ooh, all right. Okay. I mean, I don't care what the score the is. I think they're going to beat him up. DK Metcalf, the same people they throw to every year. Some <laughs> fucking guys that nobody knows. They've been doing it for fucking de- a decade. They just get guys who like fucking the work hard, man. They find a way. That's so true. I hate it, and I hate it. To get some douchebag off the street that no one ever heard of and put him in there, and all of a sudden he's a fucking superstar. Okay. It's fucking annoying, but it is what it is. Moving on to the 125 games now. We got New York, the Giants at Dallas. Ooh, That's probably going to be America's game with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on the call. Cowboys. I won't watch it. (laughs) Cowboys all the way, right? Yep, I, I will go. I, I will go Cowboys, and I had I did pick Zeke with my number four overall pick. So uh, yeah. I'm so you're happy that with... he finally got that deal sealed. Yep, you I got what? Zeke and fucking Todd Gurley, and everyone laughed at me in the draft, and, I, <laughs> and I'm going to be laughing all the way home. <laughs> Probably, oh, dude. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> who la- who first of all who laughs at anyone who drafts Zeke Elliott and Todd Gurley? Like how fucking stupid are you i know I mean, they're still like both even if todd Gurley, like he's still a top five running back this year in fantasy is this no way because he fucking got in his feelings in the playoffs doesn't mean he can't play football all right it just right. means he's kind of a little pussy and he has to learn how to get out of his feelings right fair enough it so, wasn't his fucking so, uh, name, it was his feelings so speaking speaking of which tommy since we are playing each other this weekend in fantasy did you like my one homer pick I did with Todd Gurley at number five overall? That was a smart pick, dude. Like until he proves otherwise, uh, he's still Todd Gurley. And did did at least two running backs go before you? Uh, Saquon went right. Christian McCaffrey went. Kamara so, went. So yeah, you're good, dude. Going fifth. Then and then I think. I think Zeke went. Was it Zeke that went fourth? I don't even remember. But then, yeah, then then Gurley. Gurley is the next one you pick in that case. Hell yeah. Well, in my in my bigger money leagues, I definitely didn't do that. I was hoping he would fall to me in the second round, knowing where people valued him. Right. And in both my other leagues, he got picked two picks before me. Damn. 
Yeah, I think on the way back around. It's I think people that don't know football organizations and and how certain organizations work, you know, freaked out about oh, is Zeke gonna sign his deal? I was never worried that he was gonna miss one regular season game. Now Melvin Gordon, on the other hand, that's a different story. We all know that the Spanos family doesn't have a lot of cash. Right. Right. We got a lot of liquid. Right. We got a lot of real estate. They got a they own a football team. They don't have a lot of cash laying around to write signing bonus checks. That's why they can't give out a lot of long term deals, right? And they got a guy they're able to pay Philip Rivers, but they don't right. have a lot of capital to throw around they... when it comes to signing bonuses and upfront money. So that's yeah, Melvin Gordon's not getting a deal in for that team. He might get traded at some point, but they're not gonna sign him. Yeah, they they spent a lot of money on the relocation fee. I mean, that's five hundred million dollars. Well, I don't think they've paid it yet. Paid that yet. Stan Kroenke hey, wrote speak, a speak check up front for it because that's pennies for him. But yeah, I'm sure so, the so Chargers guys, haven't wrote that check. Speaking of uh, Melvin Gordon, did you hear the dog shit offer that uh, Philly made for him? No, no, I did not. But I'm glad. So Philly, Philly made an offer, and Philly made an offer, and it was basically swapping mid round picks and the Chargers eating salary. That that was that was what Philly offered for him. So it was basically next to nothing, and asked for them to actually pay his salary to get rid of him. Well, because they they probably felt that the Chargers have no leverage. Well, yeah, my point is that was the best offer they've received. Right. Wow. Meaning nobody wants to pay Melvin Gordon. Well, it's a good thing it's that not at uh, this point. Uh, it's a good thing that the Rams took Todd Gurley at 10 because the Chargers wanted him two picks later and they had to settle for second best. So Gurley is probably like, dodge that bullet. <laughs> yep. Because who has an extension and who doesn't? Yeah, absolutely. The and team. he never had to make a think about it either. No, he didn't. He just kept his mouth shut and played football and got rewarded for it. I mean, I mean Melvin, Melvin Zeke, Gordon hasn't Zeke even played a full, full 16-game season either, has he? No. I don't think so. He gets injured every year, too. Yep. Okay. So they have every right to not want to pay him. Yeah. All Liability. Right. Absolutely correct. Moving on Absolutely to, correct. to the next afternoon game, Lions at Arizona. Man, why I, I'm super interested in this one too. I just want to see that little twerp run around, I, <laughs> right? I, I gotta see this, you know. Again, Matt Patricia is a great defensive coach. He's the one who exposed us last year. Basically, you know, handed everyone the playbook. Hey, here's what the Rams do. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm very interested in this game. So who, who you got? That's, I think, oh, the is one of my, favored by two and a half, and it's a home game for Arizona. I took the points. I took the points for Arizona, so they're either going to win or they're going to lose by less than two and a half. So that's what I went with. So I guess I went with the Cardinals. So you guys know the Survivor Leagues where every every week you have to pick a different team and, right. you know, they have to win to keep the Survivor going. Yeah. So last year I was so sure that 
the Lions were going to spank the Jets with Sam Darnold coming out as a rookie, that I put them as my survivor pick week one. Well, I am never picking the fucking Lions as a sure thing ever again. So I'm gonna, with that being said, even though I am not confident at all in Arizona, I think they're going to win. I think, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals too. Just as, That's just what my gut's telling me. And that I crowd like... is going to be live. I mean, when Arizona feels like the fans, when they feel like the gots, you know, they show up. Right. And it's loud. You know, I've been there yeah. a million fucking times. It's loud in there, dude. It's live. So it's good. The, the excitement level with Kylo Murray and, and some change, I think we one, that place is going to go the fuck off. And I think the Cardinals might get their first W right off the bat. That'd be cool with me. Yeah, I, I just really am excited about Kyler Murray, too. I'm fascinated. I hope he I hope he succeeds in this league. I don't. And we've That's never seen a me. quarterback that physically small play in the NFL, so this they is fascinating. They say he's 5'11". There's no way. No. Dude, I'm 5'11", bro. He is not as tall as me. Fuck right? Here. Right? Yeah. Uh, he's got to be like I'm five ten. He makes I don't think so. He makes he makes Russell Wilson look large. <laughs> he does. He makes fucking Drew Brees look big too. I mean, he looks like fucking JoJo Natson out there ate a couple fucking <laughs> pies from Marie Callender's, dude. Like, <laughs> got some bigger, thicker bro. thighs. <laughs> Man. All right, All Patriots, right. Steelers. Ooh, fucking fucking bullshit. Oh, dude, I'm going Steelers. Steelers. I'm going Steelers. Yep. Please, yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> While they're unveiling their banner for their fucking Super Bowl, they can kiss my ass as Ben Roethlisberger tears it up because they haven't had to worry about any fucking drama about Le'Veon Bell holding out or Antonio Brown being a fucking diva-ass bitch. Wow, tell us how you really feel about those guys. Dude, I love the Steelers so much. I just love that team. I love Ben Roethlisberger, even though he's a jackass sometimes. Even though he's a rapist? (laughs) You you love a rapist? Precisely. He can throw the motherfucking ball. That fat motherfucker knows how to move his legs, and he's got a strong motherfucking arm. Are you telling us us you're into fat dudes with strong motherfucking arms? Dude, if Blake Bortles didn't fucking play out of his mind... Two years ago, oh my God! Did you see the throws that Ben Roethlisberger was making in that divisional round playoff game? I was blowing my mind. It was just insane. You it was like blo- the Monday. You were blowing yourself. <laughs> it was like the Monday night football game, the Rams Chiefs almost, and the throws he was making was ridiculous on dimes. Right? They would have beat the fucking Patriots. All right, let me tell you that. All right, it would have been the fucking Patriots and the fucking, or it would have been the Steelers and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. No, it wouldn't have. Let's be real. Come on. I thought it was going to be the Eagles and the Jags. I did, too. The Jags let Jags us fucking, fucking down, didn't way. they? The Jags found a way to lose that game because they had that game wrapped up. As soon oh. as they fucking kneeled with 30 seconds left in the first half, I knew they were fucking giving up. That was fucking bullshit. You don't do that in a fucking playoff game. No. Man, Matt's getting do... so fired up tonight. His nipples <laughs> must be harder than a rock. You put your uh, foot on the gas in the playoffs. You know, everybody, I think, learned the hard way, you know, when Atlanta was up by 20-something points in the Super Bowl and took their foot off the gas. 
you know, running basic offenses, vanilla, trying to run the clock out. And we all saw that, you know, how that worked out. You can never take your foot off the gas. I don't care if you win by 60, just fucking win. If the team isn't better than you, embarrass them, you know? Right. I let them catch back up. That's what the Patriots did in their 18 and one season. They were just fucking ruthless on people going for it on fourth down when they were up 30 points. Yeah, that what was it? The last game of the season, and um, it was like seventy points, you know, seventy. What was it? Seventy-six total points or something like that against the Giants, or one of those games. They, dude, it was bad. It did, yeah. The game didn't matter, and they kept their. Then they won. They went sixteen and zero because they they wanted that fucking. They wanted that sixteen and zero record, dude. That's how you do. Put your Absolutely. foot on people's. Throws. Don't be a about Bill Belichick here. He's gonna fuck you up don't, if you if you if you let him. You right. know. Right. Don't don't be a Matt. <laughs> don't let so we got two you. games, two two games left. Monday night football. We got the early East Coast game, the Houston Texans at the New Orleans Crybaby Saints. I'm taking Houston in an upset. I want to do that too. I will have <laughs> to say that. I think that I like to talk really slowly. Um, no, I think the Saints are going to definitely revert back a little bit. I think Drew Brees doesn't have the arm strength he used to. I think the running game's not going to be as strong as it was without Mark Ingram. Um, I think that Houston, even though they might be mm, a little hampered, with some injuries, I think they're still going to come out and win. I'm going to go by six points. Yeah, I'm going to say Houston, and let me tell you guys a little bit why, too. Week one, the last two years, the Saints have been in shootouts, and I believe they've been at home as well. I know two years ago it was against the Oakland Raiders, and Derek Carr lit them up in the Superdome. And then the following year it was against the Buccaneers. They let the Buccaneers take them to a shootout week one. And I think it's going to be exactly the same thing. And I think the the Houston Texans are on something this year. They're trying to make it or break it because they don't know if Deshaun Watson's got another knee to break. So I think that they're trying to win it all this year. Yeah, and they went out and got Duke Johnson to replace Lamar Miller, who I think is a better running back and is going to get his opportunity to be a full-time starter and not have to share the ball so much like he did in Cleveland. Um, I like that pickup. I think they're a better team, and I think they're going to win that game. Saints starting the year 0-2. Fuck you. I also I, I also think Kenny Stills is going to be a big freaking uplift for them because Fuller can never stay uh, healthy. So put him, yep. you know, opposite of Hopkins, and, dude, they're going to light things up. All three of them on the field and their fourth ride receiver, Kiki Kute. whatever, Cootie or Kute or whatever the fuck. That guy's good. You can, they don't have enough corners to cover all them, bro. They don't. You know. Nope. Yeah, nope. it's gonna be, you know, Lattimore versus DeAndre Hopkins. I'm gonna stare at that matchup all game because that's gonna be fun to watch. But yeah, the Texans are a better team. The... I think they're gonna win. I think the Saints are just there's the Saints are always slow starters, right? They always start one and right. two. Right. right, it's always it's always a slow start. They never come out swinging. But dude. see, they're gonna have a slow start, and they're not gonna get out of it. They're only gonna get like six wins this year. I'm telling you, man, only six wins for New Orleans. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna okay. win the division this year. I don't. Mark Ingram even said this as much. He said they're not gonna be able to get over last year. 
A defense. Yeah, that that division is still, too good. They're all still in court right now, man. They're all still filing motions. <laughs> Stupid motherfuckers, man. Fucking so, Michael Thomas is fucking over there fucking talking shit about everybody else in the league. Everybody's going to fucking punk him this year. Oh, we got one game left. The late game on Monday night. Raiders. The Denver Broncos at the baseball field. Raiders. You're taking the I like Raiders? The, I like the Raiders in this one, too. It's a pick em. I'm going Raiders. Broncos. I'm going to see Joe Flacco fuck John Gruden up. Ooh. I want to see the I, I think I think they're going to be good on defense. I think Denver's definitely going to be good on defense. Denver, just, and Br- Denver and Oakland games are always fucking scrappy, too. If there's going to be – you know what's going to decide this game? It's going to be like a muffed punt or a special team's return for a touchdown or a blocked field goal. That's, that's going to be a difference maker in that game. I could tell you that much. Think about think this, AB, too. I think AB's going to go off. Yeah. He's mad. Think about this, too. Mm-hmm. It's the last time in NFL history – that the Oakland Raiders will host the Denver Broncos. Right. It's true. This is going to be a big deal. This is a huge deal. The fans are going to – it's going to be sold out. It's going to be loud. It's going to be live. All year. It's week one. It's the end of Oakland as we know it. They're going to Las Vegas. It's a, this is going to be a good one. Granted, um, Vegas is pretty fitting for the Raider name and the Raider brand. Oh, yeah. Sin City – it works, man. It always has. Um, I've always thought it was a great idea to move the team there. But I, I'm taking the Raiders. I like their rookie running back from Alabama. I think he's going to get plenty of touches um, this season because we all know Gruden likes to run the ball and control the clock. So you want to beat the Broncos' defense, run it down their throat because you've got two stellar pass rushers on the outside. Mark, what do you think? All right. <laughs> Thanks for that, buddy. Huh? You didn't get it, Brian? Oh, I definitely got it. I'm just having fun with you. Don't be having fun with me. Don't have fun with me. So where are you guys watching the game this weekend? Everyone watching it at home? I know Brian is because he's a weirdo. He's still, he still gets angry. He, he can't have nobody yeah. around. <laughs> I think everybody's going to be running for their lives around my household. <laughs> Your yeah, dogs? Gonna... The dogs, Julia, I'll have a friend in town. Yeah, you know, I don't think anybody's going to want to be with me. Everyone, uh, I've gotten plenty of invites, but I think I'm going to stay home and watch my first Rams game with my son ever. I Do it! I think that's, I'm going to have him with his little Rams gear on on my lap, and we're going to watch the game together. Fuck yeah. I'm Just excited. don't throw him if there's a bad call. <laughs> Such a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely this Sunday, as most Sundays for me during the NFL season, I'm just going to fucking be a couch potato and watch as many fucking football games as I can. Definitely be watching that Ram game with my digital Matt, antenna. Matt, hold on a second. There's no difference between Sunday and football and any other day that ends in Y. You're just sitting around being a couch potato. Come on now. <laughs> but it's just so much more fun and entertaining watching guys beat each other up. 
Did you say digital antenna? Really bad. I sure did. You caught that, Tommy? N- no, I did, and on it, I want to talk about that for a second. So I got rid of my satellite dish for the first time since 1996, a few months ago. I went, I went away from all of it, and I stream television now. That's how I watch. I get my TV. But when you stream television, man, it sucks the life out of your internet at home. And I have the fastest mm-hmm. internet there is for home internet. But still, when you have a house full of people, sometimes three or four TVs going at once that are all streaming, you know, it kind of beats it up a little bit, even though I got a, a gig. Um, so I bought digital antennas off of Amazon, 4K digital antennas are 25 bucks a piece. And I hooked them up to my TV so I could watch, you know, two through 13 right. for free. Right. Dude, the picture is unbelievable. It's fucking perfect. It's 4K almost. Like, it's it's beautiful, and it's free. That's how I watched the Super Bowl last year. Dude, I love it. I'm always, I'm always if I'm going to watch one of the regular channels, like the other day I was just watching Family Feud on Channel 9, or um, the KTLA Channel 5 is my favorite news station, and they're the only news station and the only network that still does not have a deal with a streaming television provider. So when I switched, I lost Channel 5. So no that's shit. the news I watch every morning. And so once I got the digital antenna, I was like, I'm back in action, man. But it, I love it. I didn't even realize how good a quality those things were because rabbit ears disappeared so long ago and everything's changed. And, you know, I walked away from that technology so long ago. But I decided, you know what, I'm going to check these out. Dude, they're worth every penny. Hell to the yes. Well, gentlemen, I still have cable and i'll give you one reason why and i'm sure matt can guess it matt because you're a lazy motherfucker dodgers no, garbage the damn dodgers oh there shit you go. yeah i didn't know dude i just streamed the dodger games too and in fact i had i bought an am radio so i could just listen to fucking boring ass charlie steiner fuck up the fuck calls you want to do that wouldn't you just want to watch it? Oh, and it's a fly ball to left field. That is a home run! Hey, wow, that was pretty good, dude. <laughs> you might steal somebody's job. <laughs> I, I was impressive. Wish. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> That's what he does, <laughs> man. That's exactly. I'm, I'm touching myself and I'm getting moist. And the Dodger, I, I feel like the Dodgers organization doesn't listen to it at all because like he makes some horrible errors and it's like they extend the guy i would rather listen to matt for sure like on am radio or whatever doing the play-by-play because fumbling you know the verbal ball would be worth the price of admission right (laughs) just listening (laughs) dude i mean just listening to fumble his words for about three hours straight I'd rather listen to that than people being phony and full of shit all the time. I'll tell you that. Well, you know, some days when I'm watching the game, some days I like Joe Davis and Oral Hershiser, and then there's some days I'm like, what the fuck are these idiots talking about? So, I mean, I don't know. When you hear somebody talk too much, it just doesn't matter who it is, especially with baseball and 162 fucking games, man. Unless you're fucking Vince Scully, you're – Gonna get annoying, right? Or according to Tommy, if you're Matt Herrera, motherfucker. (laughs) 
Is that the first time you ever said motherfucker? Because your voice got like really high pitched. Motherfucker. <laughs> now I'm pretty sure I've said it quite a few times this episode. Biatch. Matt, did yeah, you see the? Did you on see your the, old fucking employer? Matt, did you see the pictures from my seats when me and Andy went to the game a couple of weeks ago? Are they on Twitter? Yeah. No, I haven't seen them yet, but I'll send it to you. So we we I got rid of all my seats and moved over to the corner home side right by the suites, and I'm sitting with Angel and Paul. But we're in section 210A, but we're in the front row. So not only are we in the front row and there's no seats in front of us, but in front of the rail, the walkway is dropped down below us. So nobody nobody walks in front of us, okay, dude. Okay. It's fantastic. The only thing that sucks is that the rails, every front row all over the stadium, they're the only ones that don't have cup holders because the cup holders are on the back of the seats. Right, right, right. But I bought I bought these wheelchair slash stroller cup holders that are clamp-on um, from Amazon the other day, and I got two of them so we could put them on the rails and put our beers in there. Fuck yeah. Let's get fucking wasted. Improvise. Let's so, get let's get chocolate wasted. <laughs> so so you guys are so you guys will be sitting pretty much opposite corner of me because I'm in one eighteen. Is one eighteen in the west are you in the west end zone, but on the other side I'm, of the stadium? I'm, I'm on I'm on the same side of the end zone as the players come out, but just on yeah, the, the west visitor side. corner. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Andy and Mark and the families will be sitting right behind us, Matt, in the next section, one over. So they'll probably be trying to hit us in the back of the head with peanuts. That's all right. I'm all for, for that sh- type of fun and games during the no, game. I'll throw. I'll get it right back at him, and I'll actually <laughs> hit him too. I'll, I'll heave those fuckers hey, right up there. Hey you Matt, know, so are you sure you don't want to ask your wife? Are you sure you don't want to ask your wife permission before you accept these tickets? Nah. <laughs> she she's. She's got the pants in the relationship. We all know it. You need Listen, to stop that. The rule of thumb, I've been married for three years now. I've been with the same woman for seven years. Never ask for permission, only forgiveness. Fuck that noise. <laughs> Especially for I a Rams game. Of, I, I, I was just making fun of Matt. That was all I was <laughs> of course. Always got to jab the little guy, Dude, so the see, young guy. So, so, I, so I, see Matt, I see Matt in slow, like, you know, a couple days ago, right? And... He's like, yeah, I just dropped off my wife, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go look for a parking spot. I'm like, yeah, cool. Hit me up. Ten minutes later, uh, I'm already on my way back to San Maria. I already picked up my wife. And I'm like, good Lord. I didn't know they were going to be done that quick. He's like, bye. Hi. Bye. Hi. Bye. You got a problem? What? You want to fucking, you want me to stay (laughs) so we can make out? He was hoping. Why why are you trying to make out with dudes, dude? What, What is up with you? What's wrong, What's wrong with, with that? that? What's wrong with that? I don't know. If you're gay, it's fine. <laughs> or you're tri, or you're bi. If, you, if, if you're trisexual or bisexual, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> I'm a trisexual. I'll try and do <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know about that one. All right, Listen. fellas. All right, fellas, what? I'm gonna, I think it's time uh, hey, to call it. Like, you know. No, we need final thoughts. Oh, shit. Here's my final thought. <laughs> that was a real fart, by the way. Hey, hey, I have a, fi- I have a final thought. 
first off, <laughs> fuck that General Goff fucker. Oh, fuck he you, listens to our show too, to... by the way. I know. Fuck that guy. He called so, us all virgins can... because of Brian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we're all virgins. Fuck yeah. you, dude. Lick my fucking wet butthole. Moist. Um. Oh, and then uh, shouts out to Wags for fucking making shit uh, very interesting with that dipshit that uh, called you out for your Trump thing with his fucking sweet handlebar mustache that blocked us right after. <laughs> Dude, I'm so mad that I didn't even get to see the banter because he blocked me right after my Joe Dirt gif. I was pissed, dude. I'm like, come dude, on, man. You want to come in on my TL and talk shit, and then we go back you know i come back at you and you're gonna block me you're a little bitch people are soft as fuck dude <laughs> and he dude, made sure I to didn't tell even, his fault i just saw i just face. saw i literally just saw the like four tweets that happened and liked all four of them and he blocked me and i liked <laughs> i liked his too he blocked you for liking his tweets too but then again yeah, he's, like, he's, what the fuck? Fucking, he's got a 67 iq what do you expect fucking guy that that dude was actually following me before he blocked me. Dude, that get, yeah, he was following me too. I had no idea yeah. who he was. Apparently, he's some hillbilly Rams fan in the middle of fucking nowhere. But oh, maybe uh, maybe he's that guy that uh, like busted our balls on uh, on Facebook that one time. Maybe nah, that fucking it, idiot in the very nah. beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the same guy. It wasn't because I mean guy. that guy was hillbilly as fuck too. He got mad because I Aaron Donald sacked his boyfriend. Dude, tell me that gif wasn't the shit. Come on, dude. No, it was funny. What? So who was the actual person stacking the, the Donald originally? Uh, dude, it, I couldn't even tell. Because it, it, the GIF is so fast and it keeps showing it over and over right. and over. I couldn't, even, I couldn't even fucking tell you who it was. I just pasted was that real? Donald's like, face over it. Some... No, 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 I get it. Was that real? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that was fake. That'd be hilarious. It looks real as shit, though, right? It does. It does. That's why I was like, damn, who was that? I was like, I was like, damn, who was that? And like, who trucked the Donald before he got famous? Yeah. I like it when I bust, you know, Trump's balls on Twitter and people will come back and be like, but Obama and Hillary. And I'm like, I didn't like them either. You fucking dumbass. What else you got? (laughs) Fucking shut the fuck up, dude. It's always like a pissing contest of which rich asshole you're going to let fuck you more. Like I want, I want this one because he's, you know, because he's my guy. No, no, dude, they're all fucking you and ass, bro. Get your fucking head straight. But I digress. Sweet. <laughs> I love that. I oh, love please. that. So my final thoughts is I just want to hammer this shit home with Jared Goff. I'm just so proud hammer of the fucking Rams, especially signing this contract well before the new CBA, because had that happened. I just feel like there's going to be a big inflation in the salary cap. And that's just, I, I just, I hope that for the players, I think the players deserve more, a, a bigger cut of the pie. And I just feel like this salary cap, you know, it's great for parity for the league, but I want to see guys get cut paid. It off. They need to get paid like basketball players, like baseball players. They don't play as many games, but they, hella put their body on the line right it's yep. insane please never say that word again okay uh, he's a norcal guy dude he doesn't know any better he's not a norcal guy i'm like he's a central, central valley guy. but i grew where up do, where does a the word hella people. physically cut off as far as california is concerned i'm just curious like san jose okay yeah fair enough as so far as this north i out. lived was like tulare 
He lived on the border of San Jose. <laughs> stupid. I, I fucking grew up in the same area he did. I don't say that fucking stupid word. Yeah, you didn't grow up with kids that were my age who said hella a lot either. I've never um, understood yeah. that term. Hella. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's hella gay. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, dude, Matt, if you were in front of me right now, I would slap you fucking back and forth like fucking, <laughs> yeah. like, like fucking Beavis used to do to Butthead. Or like that. I mean, or the other way Batman around. And yeah. Robin? Like my nuts on your chin. Nah. I'm all good off that. <laughs> all right. Are we done? Yeah, fellas. Let's. And Cody, I'm still staring at you in the fucking cornfield, motherfucker. Yeah, Cody, eat a dick, you little fucking girl. All trash. Yeah, fuck talk, you. You no won't even balls. play us. Won't play us in no fantasy football. You're a bitch. <laughs> He's a little pussy, too. He's like telling me, hey, would you book the plane ticket? I'll come out and fight you. I'm like, dude, if I, if I fucking booked the plane ticket and spent the money, he wouldn't get on the plane. And his rib would be to fuck me out of that money. Do you think I'm fucking stupid? Right. The guy won't even fucking start the fantasy football league we've been asking him to do, which he's been begging us to fucking do for six months. He's the biggest flake on the planet. If I'm going to buy a plane love- ticket, it's going to be a one-way plane ticket for me to bury his ass in the cornfields. <laughs> I, lo- I love I-, I-, I love that fucking Sammy was fucking burying him on the timeline last night, too. Oh, dude, fucking King of the North rips him a new one. It's so good. Yep. I'm a fan, I'm a right, fan of his now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he- he's-, he's come around a little bit. He's finally slowed down with his hate. Yeah, he has, you know, it's been a, you know, it's been, you know, a season, a full season of him not being on the team. He's not bitter anymore, you know, so he can run his burner in peace. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days we'll fucking, we'll break bread with Sammy Watkins. He'll come out of the closet and we'll fucking drink a beer with him. But until then, when he retires, watch when he retires, he's going to fucking admit it. He's going to put, he's going to change that stupid Muhammad Ali picture to his picture. And he's going to be like, <laughs> it's me, motherfuckers. I'm like, no shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, fellas. Oh, you guys have it. a good night. All right, gentlemen. Let's enjoy this Sunday and get a dub. That's just shit. Let's enjoy tomorrow. Fuck, man. We got football. Hell yeah. Fuck yes. People like to just hear people fucking talk shit. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.